Aleichem to everybody. And we're, we're recording this uh, Zoom schmooze today in New York City. Unbelievable. Just to say those words, I drove into Manhattan and uh, went over the George Washington Bridge today. And um, uh, very, very blessed to be able to come here to the United States after 17 months of being uh, in uh, Israel, not being able to fly and able to see my mother, Shadika Zuckerstark, that's the main purpose. And able to see my children in Cleveland. And now to be able to be here to give a Zoom schmooze. Unbelievable, on a Thursday afternoon, we're gonna be going into Parshas Tazrim Mitzvah in the month of Iyar. And it's also Yom Atzma'ut, Israel Independence Day. And uh, I don't have a flag behind me to wave, but in Mary Yaakov, you remember, we used to have the flag up. And uh, except when we moved to Gula, I don't know if you guys know that, but when we moved to Gula, we had to make a political decision because we were right across from Brisk. And I just said, if we're gonna put up a flag, it's like, it's like really rubbing the flag into the faces. It's just, it, it's not worth it. It's not, I asked the Shiloh, they told me, don't do it, don't do it. But we remember the barbecues, we remember the baseball games, we remember uh, being part of the, uh, uh, that exciting feeling. I spoke to my daughter, today who works in the Mizrahi school in Cleveland with Rabbi Benny Blau. Yeah, uh, Josh, that brings down good memories, no? And there, everyone was dressed up, Chagigi, Chagigi. And there's a picture that everyone knows. I remember asking Rav Shach, Rav Shach, I asked Rav Shach originally, should I put up a flag? And it said, for your constituency, for your Talmudim, for sure, you should, should put up a flag. And he says, in Panovitz, we put up a flag. Until today, the Panovitz Yeshiva, has a flag, and that's because the Panovich Rav said we have to have a Karasatos to the Medina, because without the Medina, we wouldn't have a safe place for Jews to be able to be and to be able to practice their religion. So we're not here to speak completely about Yom Atzma'ut. We're really here to speak about uh, the topic was, you know, is Israel, America, where are we heading? Where are we heading? And I think that that is... Um, something which needs to be discussed because, you know, coming here after 17 months and seeing how people are, on one hand, masks, on one hand, uh, you know, I was in Baltimore for the last few days, and I see over there, not like Florida, the shuls, everyone wears masks, and everyone's very, very makbid. I can't say all the shuls, but the shuls that I went to, Rabbi Howard's shul was very makbid, Shomri Amuna was very makbid, and um, I'm staying now, right now I've been meeting, this is being recorded at my friend Rabbi Yaakov Grossman's house in Kew, Garden, Kew Gardens, and he's a Rebbe in a yeshiva called Shar HaTorah, and he was telling me all about how they were very, very makbid uh, for a long, long time. And, um, but we tend to forget, you know, like things are like opening up, we're flying, Israel's now opening up in, in tourism, and Josh just told me that he's flying out in Hashem. And, it's, and we're very happy and we're very grateful. And the first thing is to be grateful to the Rabbanu Shalom, that the Rabbanu Shalom is uh, allowing us to do this. When I saw my mother for the first time after 70 months, I made a bracha. I didn't say B'Shem HaMalchus, I made bracha to Hashem, You know, 
That was before I gave her a kiss and a hug. And it's really a tremendous, tremendous uh, thing to be able to do that. So first, I just want to tell you yesterday, my, just my, my day yesterday was a day that I told you, I took my mother to, she still volunteers in Tamilical Academy of Baltimore, and I took her to the work. And, uh, and then I walked in, her into her class where she sits together with the principal, Rabbi Pollock. I didn't realize that Rabbi Pollock is also the first grade, first grade Rebbe. So he was with his microphone and he was with his, um, how do you describe it, multimedia. And he got the kids to lane for me. Um, and it was unbelievable. I have to tell you, I had such a nachas. And then he asked me to speak for the first grade. So on one hand, I spoke for the first grade in uh, TA. And I'll tell you a little bit about it. And then I traveled all the way to Edison, Edison, New Jersey. Robert, you're online, right? I was not far from you. And I was, the truth is in my back of my mind, I was thinking that I'd maybe get a chance to see you as well. Just didn't work out time-wise. I ended up going to a, um, a Sudas Hodoya, a Suda of thanks for a couple um, who we were involved with the Shaduch. They're both Bali Tshuva, Moshe and Esther Malka Goldberg. And they live presently in Edison, New Jersey, Highland Park. And last week on Tuesday, Moshe was driving to his work in Lakewood. Esther Malka is involved with Rutgers University. She's part of the Kiru, one of the Kiru programs from Moor. They're moving to Chicago in two weeks. And Moshe was in a car accident a week ago. I'm gonna show you a picture of the car accident and the car was totaled and he walked out without a scratch, two scratches and a little bump on his forehead. And with Shmuel Kamenetsky in America, Paskin, that they should make a pseudo And since I'm very, very close, I ended up telling them that I'm in town and if they make it while I'm gonna be in the New York, New Jersey area, which they did, and they made it last night. So I drove up, I wanna show you guys a picture. This is a picture of the car accident. The car was totaled. On the side of the car is a semi semi trail, an 18 seater. That going into all the different Pratim. Um, his car literally was sheared up the top part, the left part, and the driver's seat. It was like Hakurish Baruch literally watched over him. And uh, he walked out without a scratch and it happened to be a off-duty Hatzalim member was right there, was in Lakewood, and the ambulances came pretty quickly. He ended up going to the hospital just because that's the form, that's the uh, prerequisites you have to do. But he walked out without a scratch. Kodesh watched over him. Could have gone a different way, but Kodesh was very, very good and kind. And I think this is a lesson, a lesson in life. I said that, especially with COVIDs, uh, one of the things that I said was that we have to recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu is watching over us. And every single breath that we have, we have to be thankful for. And um, what can I tell you? Just coming here and being able to make a Shekhyana with my mother, seeing Jewish children who are learning Torah, seeing people who are expressing thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And I think this gives, gives us a little element of where are we heading? You know, Israel, 
a country that 1948 Jews had gone through a Holocaust. And this, I heard this from the, the Palavitch Rav said it. I heard it from the Boston Rebbe's at Tzal. He told me personally, he said, it wouldn't be for the fact that we have a place, a haven for Jews to be able to live in. So how can we not have a Satov? And that was always an expression, Satov, Rabbi. So to be thankful, thankful, thankful to the Rebbeinusim that we have a place that Jews can live. And where is America heading? I'm seeing, you know, all kinds of signs without getting into all the political things of Black Lives Matters and the shooting. And I take a look at this country and I just, you know, I'm not going into the political side of it, but the shootings, the, the lack of, of, of personal, lack of personal defense, a country which has, you know, been a haven for Jews to live in for so many and so many years, but it's, it's going bananas, it's going berserk. And um, every day, another shooting. Police end up shooting a, a black person, killing him. And I'm not going into the rights and wrongs of anything. All I'm saying is that you see that we're living in a time period that it's fraught with danger, fraught with danger. So what is Akadosh Baruch telling us? What's Akadosh Baruch saying? The first thing is to recognize we are in the hands of HaKadosh Baruch That's what we have to realize. We're all in the hands of HaKadosh Baruch And if a person thinks for a second that he's not in the hands of HaKadosh Baruch but he himself dictates how he's going to be able to, 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 to live, and I can live anywhere without the help of HaKadosh Baruch you're making a mistake. We need, someone asked me the other week, no, Rabbi Liv, what's the latest news? I said, do you know what the latest news is? The latest news is, we're completely in the hands of Hashem. I mean, that's the only truth. That's the whole truth, nothing but the truth. And there ain't no truth except for that. We are completely in the hands of HaKadosh Baruch If you think for a second that Israel, the state of Israel, that we are in charge of our destiny. Like I heard someone report, okay, if there would have been the state of Israel in 1948, then the Holocaust wouldn't have happened. That's a false statement. It's not hashkafically correct. Because Baruch did make a miracle that after the Holocaust, that there should be a place for Jews to go to. Yes, that happened. And that is a miracle that to be thankful for. But there are no guarantees that the Holocaust wouldn't have happened with the state of Israel, with not the state of Israel. If you know a little bit of the history that um, the Nazis were in the outskirts of Egypt, and there was a major battle with Rommel. And, and if the Nazis would have overrun Egypt, the next, you know, they would have come into Israel. And were, who knows what would have happened? Because Baruch made a Ness, and Rommel was defeated, and Israel was safe. And the Chafetz Chaim said, before that, Chafetz Chaim said, the future will be Kimitzian, Tia Plato, everything's going to happen, Eretz is going to be safe. But that was a bracha, and we needed a lot of, lot of siyat and ishmael. Until today, Attacks. We had an election now. We don't know what's going to be. But how does it look? What's the hashkafa of the gedolim about how we should look at things? Hashkafically, and it's a hard thing to, to, to imagine. But the Arab Sikhs, for the first time, they're the ones that can make a determination if Israel is going to have a majority with the right wing, with Bibi. And there's there's an element of the right wing that doesn't want to go be with the Arabs. But the Gedolim, Reb Chaim Kanievsky said, it's better to go 
at this point to make a government with the Arabs on the outside, okay, but voting in cohort with the right-wing parties than to allow the left who are anti-religious. So it just shows us if we don't believe we're in the hands of a Baruch we're making a mistake. In the hands of Baruch In the United States of America, I'm not here to defend and to say that uh, Trump and Biden, who's right, who's wrong, everyone can make their own decisions on it. But if you don't see clearly that we're in the hands of a Baruch and that the democracy is all an experiment, it's not necessarily the end all. Ah. So this is really some of the ashkafas I was thinking about. That's the message. The message Rabbi Zayn. If we don't pray and we don't daven, we don't do the right thing, then we don't have a chance. If we do the right thing and we pray and we daven, that's the only thing that we have and we're completely, completely in the hands of Adonis Barakum. Last night, we, made, we said nishmas together. And nishmas is something that people say today, if a tzara happened and they were able to get out of it, and just the words of Nishmas are just like unbelievable. We say that the Nishamas of every single living creature should only do one thing. Thank HaKadosh Baruch What are we saying these words? Without HaKadosh Baruch there's no other king. If we trust in anything else, we trust in the United States, we trust in the state of Israel. If that's our whole belief and we don't realize we trust in the state of Israel because HaKadosh Baruch wants us to have a state. And what does HaKadosh Baruch say? He redeems us, he saves us, he gives us parnasa, umarachem, b'chol eis tzara v'tzuka. HaKadosh Baruch saves us from all types of tzaras. Ein lanu melech That's the main thing is, there's no other melech except HaKadosh Baruch He's the first, he's the last. He's the God of all creations. And then we say these words, HaKadosh Baruch doesn't sleep, HaKadosh Baruch is not slumbering, HaKadosh Baruch takes us out of tzaras, he lifts up the ones that are stumbled. Only to you, HaKadosh Baruch can we truly be Moda. And we say, if our mouths were filled with song like the, like the sea and our, and our tongues were filled with, with the Kahamon Galov, like, the, like the, the waves of the ocean and our, our lips are singing praise of HaKadosh Baruch we don't have the ability to thank you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. speaking and to give, pra- uh, give pra- praises for you. And what does HaKadosh Baruch do for us? He took us out of servitude. He takes us out of a famine. We don't think about famine, but it's possible there were times when there was famine. He gives us plenty, like we have today. He saves us from the sword. Oh, Jews have been saved from the sword. And then we say, Umidever milatetonu. What those words mean? Umidever, dever is a plague. So Rabbi Zay, 1918, there was the Spanish flu. 2020 is the pan epidemic that we're at the current pan epidemic that we think that we're, we're, we got out of it. We're getting out of it. We said those words so many times, we didn't realize. Just speaking to my friend, how many people were sick, how many people passed away, people that we knew, and the people that are still sick. Hopefully the pan epidemic is, we're getting past it. Only because the Baruch Hu gave us a vaccine which doctors worked on. We have to be thankful to the doctors. But the problem with the Psukumar is that we say right afterwards, when it says in the beginning, we can't do it, then we say, no, oh, our limbs 
they're going to say praises and our tongues are going to say praises. And I said over the word yesterday that my father was always to say over that if we think that it's our limbs and our mouths, then we can't give praises. But if we say it's Alkane, a volume it's your limbs, it's your mouth. And that's really the essence of it all. The essence of it all is that we recognize even when I'm giving thanks, it's not my ability to give thanks, but I could have spoken with ability to give me the ability to breathe, to give me the ability to talk, give me the ability to walk. And then when we recognize everything that we have is really the matana from HaKadosh Baruch ah, that's great. Then we can truly thank HaKadosh Baruch So, you know, when I saw this little delicious children in, in, in Tamino Academy of Baltimore, said over an unbelievable thing to the kids. I spoke about that you know, we just finished the month of Nissan, and I was hoping and praying that we were able to all come there to Israel. I think that was a theme. HaKadosh was going to take us on the wings of eagles. And he was going to take us, some people say the wings of eagles, El Al, it could be, I don't know. And maybe that's what it really is. But he's going to bring us all back to Yushalayim. So I said, when I got to Tamirical Academy, and I also spoke at the Hebrew Academy of Cleveland, I said the same thing. I said, What's going to be with this beautiful campus? What's going to be with the beautiful shul in Boca Raton? What's going to be with the Passaic Synagogue? What's going to be with the uh, yeshiva and the base medrash? Robert, where you're, where you, where you're, where you're learning and in, 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 in davening in the Passaic. So I heard from Schneider Cutler that the Lakewood yeshiva is going to be picked up entirely and it's going to be brought to Eretz Yisrael. It's based upon the Gemara and Brachas. Excuse me, Gemara and Tainus. The Gemara says, all of those places are going to be picked up and it's going to be a campus for the community in Baltimore, the community in Passaic, the community in Boca. Now yes, where's there going to be enough room? Eretz Yisrael, it's called Eretz Tzvi and it's going to open up like the skin of a deer and there's going to be plenty of room. I remember Schneier telling this to me many, many years ago. He said that Lakewood Yeshiva, there's a place for Lakewood, it's going to be brought to Eretz Yisrael. So when I said this over, there was a, a little boy, how old is first grader? Six years old, seven years old. And a little cute boy says to me, he says, he raises his hands and he says, I said, his name was Shia. I don't know his last name. He says, my grandfather said to me that if you daven in your house, and you learn in your house, Torah, and you daven, then your house also moves to Eretz Yisrael. And I said, to me, it's 100% correct. Because the pshat is, if you turn your house into a base medrash, you turn your house into a makam of tefillah, that also is probably nichnas to that chazal, that chazal say, asidim batkinesiyas, batmedrashas, shebuchutz lalash Yisrael. And I added on the Gemara, Really, you have to know the, what the Gemara is really a question, because the Gemara says like this. The Gemara says, are there old people in Chutzlaretz? So the Gemara says, yes. So the Gemara asked the question, but it says, It says they're only going to have a long life in Eretz Yisrael. How do you have old people living in Chutzlaretz? Now, it seems that old Goyim are not considered part of the question, but how do you have older people living in Chutzlaretz? So the Gemara says, Kivin de Makadmi Machashchi, since they go to shul early in the morning, I went to Davin Basikin yesterday in Baltimore. 
And there are people that are learning. I spoke to a Ner Yaakov Talmud who gets up at 5.30 in the morning and is part of a, of a Chabura that they learn and they do Chazaris and they're doing Kenyan Atari and he's part of the Dirshu Chabura. He's been learning with the Chabrusa for 20 years, the same Chabrusa, unbelievable. And he has a business that he's running and he, and he, he, he gives Parnassah to, 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 to Kolo, younger wife, and he only has from people in his business because he wants to give Parnassah to, to from people as best as he can. And the question is, the Gemara says, since we get up early in the morning and we get late, so therefore the shuls themselves are considered like Eretz Yisrael because eventually, the way we explained it, like the embassies of Eretz Yisrael. So the Torah homes that Ner Yaakov Tamridim and everyone else is involved in, your homes are Torah, you're connected to Eretz Yisrael. Kivan the Makadim Mechashri, it's like you're in Eretz Yisrael. That there's a Tanai. The Tanai is that that's what's going on. I just spoke to someone yesterday who is involved with a shul in southern Florida, and they're speaking about hiring a Nair Yaakov Talmud, who's originally from southern Florida, that he should move and he should help to develop that particular shul. And to me, that's a Kaval Gazak, because if you're involved in a shul and you're involved in a base medrash and your home is a base medrash, your home is, is filled with Torah, then you have a Haftacha Rabbi Sai that you are connected to Eretz Yisrael. And that's what we hope and we pray and we aspire that that's what's going to happen. Ah! So that's part of what we want to say today in the, the month of Iyar. What else can we share with the Eilam? What else can we share with the Eilam? I want to tell over a Devar Chachman that I said over that uh, I was telling these little boys that Reb Gershon Edelstein Rashiva Panovich, I heard over that he said over on there was an, an old Talmud of mine before Neriakov, who has twin boys who are nine years old. They went to visit Reb Gershon, who's 98 years old, but it's completely, completely, his mom was going to Yeshiva, it's unbelievable. And there was a big conveyor line of people asking for brachas and chalamayim. And he doesn't have time to say hello to everybody, but he, um, he saw these two twin boys, so he said, what do they want? So one of them said, I want to be a tzaddik. So Gershon said, Be your friends, and don't be mevayish them, and don't be a tzaddik. What does that mean? That means don't talk about being a tzaddik. If you'll do the right things, you'll be a tzaddik. And I heard a similar thing that he said recently. Someone asked the question, they had a kennis of Mechanchim, and they asked him, how do you become a gadol? So he left. He left. He said, If you talk about it, you won't become a gadol. <laughs> Don't talk about it. Just do the right things, and you'll be a... Eventually, hopefully, you'll be a gadol. You'll be a gadol. The second boy asked, I want to be a wise person. So Gershon said, If you learn Torah, you'll be a Chacham. Ah! Rabbi Zai, everything's in the Torah, everything's in the Ashkafa. And we're sitting here in Chutzlaritz now together. I'm here together with you on this trip. And I want to tell you, I said over that to my new 
future granddaughter who became a Kala, she only speaks of Rit. And her name is Bracha. Her name is Bracha Kahan. Her grandfather is Tzvikan. And I said, Bracha, ani amati lachatan shalach. I said to Yechosin, Biglal shuzacha lebracha, yehabe bracha. Bracha brings bracha. That's what I said. Bracha brings bracha. Rabbi said, when we're mevarich each other, and we look out for each other, the bracha itself, HaKadosh Baruch is the one that's mevarich us. HaKadosh Baruch gives the bracha. Give brachas to each other. You shouldn't make, you shouldn't make light of the fact when we give a bracha, just say a good morning, give a bracha. I have this person in Shul in Harnov every single morning. He comes over and he says, ah, oh, Rabbi Lif, have a great day. And I always tell him, and you should have a better day. That's a Yiddish way of doing things. It's a hope not better talk. Rabbi said, we want good things for each other. If we give good things to each other, then eventually we're going to get there. Kodesh Baruch is going to be varachas. Everything's in the hands of Kodesh Baruch. I was thinking about it in the Birchas HaMazen. Ah, let's see if I have a sitter over here. In Rachim. In Rachim, Hashem Al-Kanim, Surah al speaking about Yom Atzmut. HaKadosh Baruch said, Mercy. Ha-Yushalayim Irecha. What do we ask for? Yushalayim Irecha. On your holy city. Your city. Val-Tzion Mishkan Tvedecha. Tzion, the Mishkan of your covenant. Malchus Bezdavi Mishrikecha. What do we ask? What are we aspiring for? We, we, we don't just want to have, I think it's important. We don't just want to have a Medina. We want to have Malchus Beis David Mishichachah. That's what we aspire for. The Medina should help us to get to Malchus Beis David. We want to get beyond the Kaisa. We want to get to the Makam Abikdash. And then we say, Elekeinu Avinu, our God, our Father, Re'enu, our friend, Zunenu, the one that supplies us with Parnasenu. Chalkaleinu, Avicheinu, give us a lot of good parnos. Ha'achav lo Hashem elokeinu, meheira mikol tzeruseinu. It's unbelievable. In the middle of everything, we're speaking all the good things. We say, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, take us away from our tzaras, because every person, Rabbi, has there's some tzaras. There's something you have. Uh, someone has an ill person in the family. There's some tzara that's parnasa. There's some tzara a friend that needs your help. Me. Why in the middle of all we speaking about tsaras? The answer is that's part of life. Part of life is the tsaras. There are tsaras. We ask them, don't allow us that we have to come on to other people. We don't have to come on to borrow money. We want to have Akhirus open hand. The Panasa should be good. I said over at this. Uh, last night. I know this couple very, very well. And it, it's really amazing, amazing mess to be part of. And to, but to recognize that all of us, we have so much to be motivated. But I said over something uh, that I, I said it over. I don't know if it's true that the Gra really said it. But I saw brought down that the Gaon, the Vilna Gaon said that the Yiddish word for thank you, Adank. So they say the Vilna Gaon said, and I once counted it out. You have to make the Cheshmer, the Gematria. But the word adank, okay, I'm going to do it right now. Kuf is 100, nun is 50, 150, right? Uh, Dalit is that's 154, right? Uh, dank. 
155. Okay, you guys will measure it. It's the same gematria as Olam Haba. Olam Haba, okay? You'll work it out, you'll see this. Tomorrow the Gazach. And the Pshat is, when we say, thank you, that's the Pesach for Olam Haba. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. I was singing with the kids yesterday the, the song that became you know, popular. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. You just got to be thankful. On a day like today, which is a day in Eretz Yisrael, where people say Hallel, people don't say Hallel, people sit Tachlan, don't sit Tachlan, but everyone's, everyone says thank you, Hashem. But if you don't say thank you, Hashem, you're just missing out on the Iker. And that's really what it's all about. So this is the time period we want to know where are things going, America, Israel. I think we're leading towards a point where we recognize everyone truly in the hands of Hashem. We can't trust in Biden. We can't trust in Bibi. Don't put trust in them. The main and the only thing is it's all in HaKadosh Baruch. We have to have trust and bitachin that in Hakadosh Baruch it's it's a big thing to have bitachin. We, we can talk to talk, but you got to walk to walk. So I want to give a bracha to everybody. First of all, it's just great that I'm able to give the schmooze. This is like a great time. I mean, I feel like it's the afternoon over here, like you're not like eight o'clock at night and you're so high. <laughs> but I really a pleasure to see everybody, and uh, I'm really very very thankful to Hakadosh Baruch Hu that I'm able to come to the United States and to be able to be here. And I'm looking forward to seeing everyone in Yushalayim. Bez Hashem Yisbarach. Thank you for listening to this Foundation's podcast production. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. Thank you, and have a wonderful day.